Don't tell us. Hello, Studio 108 Seekers and Sages. I'm excited to sit down on this um, Friday afternoon. It's like our little happy hour visits <laughs> and to chat with a couple of the really um, new and dynamic and impactful people at the City of Independence. So we've got Jessica Heiser and Ryan Wankata. Yes? Yeah. Okay. And um, like I know the Jessica and the Ryan part, it was the rest that <laughs> had the potential to really stumble me. So thanks for thanks for being patient. But um, these guys are with the Department of Economic Sustainability, and they'll tell you the exact titles. And um, I'm gonna zip it and let you get started. Sure. My name is Jessica Heiser, I'm the Economic Development Director for the City of Independence a role that I started last June that have been now obviously a little bit more than a year. And Ryan Wankata works under me as the economic development coordinator. So I think what we can agree on right now, Jessica, is that we really don't know what Ryan does. Correct. Okay. <laughs> sure. We're all over the place. We're all over the place. And I think that's probably what you like about your position. Oh yeah, of course. I love it. I won't hear any complaints from me. I have a good boss. The people I work around are awesome. So things are good. I can't complain. Good. Yeah. And you both are native to independence. You yeah. both are. Yes. Very good. Graduates of the public schools. And, yeah. and we can tie our shoes. So that's a good thing. <laughs> tie your shoes. You spell relatively well. And sure. you went hiking on the trails as a kid and rode your bikes on the sidewalks and yeah. invested in what happens here for the community. Yeah. Absolutely. So I love that. I love that. Well, Ryan had stopped by to see the studio um, a couple weeks ago and he was telling me about a couple projects. First of all, tell me about how you got your position because I think that that's really inspiring. It's good to know stories. So I can start all the way back um, my senior year of college. So pretty much a year ago, my minor, one minor that I have now is in sustainability. And one class I took to earn that associates was sustainability. It was the final thesis class. And when I took it, I realized, you know, this is my passion. I really enjoy sustainability. And, you know, I thought, okay, let me, you know, pitch this out to the city and see what, what happens with it. You know, I thought it was beneficial for the city and, you know, just roll with it. And so you were thinking they don't have anybody working on sustainability and independence. Wouldn't it be cool if they did? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, exactly. And then, you know, here we are now it's, it's great that the way that the city of independence is handling it with Jess and myself, we have sustainability for the businesses here in town where we're trying to retain business, you know, post COVID and things of that nature. And then we have the other side of it with the environmental side and community health of it. So it's kind of twofold and Excellent. great. Excellent. Now, Jess, you're new to the city too, but your position in terms of economic development had been established. Yes, yeah, so there was an economic development director prior to me who left to take another opportunity. So it provided the opportunity for me to come and work for my hometown. So I've been doing this position for another community and worked for the city of Green for almost 12 years. Uh, and this was an opportunity for me to uh, give back to my own community and help shape what it looks like in the future, which I think is is really exciting. You know, so I live here, I grew up here. It's it's a I think a win win for everyone. Yeah, I love that, and I love that story. It's so relatable to me personally because I taught and grew my teaching career in that Fairline Green Akron area. And about the same time, about when COVID hit, about a year ago, decided I wanted to serve closer to home and to do something you know, really for my own community, to lift my own community. So it's nice that you and I don't have to make that drive. That drive, <laughs> that drive. 
always against the flow of traffic. Against, against the flow of traffic. And I called 77, like, that's my driveway. No yeah. problem. Like, boom, I just, like, Canadian starships straight down. <laughs> straight down 77. So, yeah, I won't see one that anymore. But here we are. So I love that story. It's really relatable to me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, Ryan, what are um, some of the projects going on for you? So, right now, speaking of you know economic development what i'm focused on right now is reaching out to the businesses like i did with you to make sure everything's going all right try to accommodate you accordingly with what we can provide with resources and so on so that right now is a project that i'm working on it's pretty extensive with the you know vast amount of businesses i was gonna say a lot of businesses so that's you know one major project i'm working on but then for the environmental side that we just finished up our great organic park transition. And so what originally happened was Tom Olchano, it's our recreation department director and I, we sat down, we met, we figured out what we could do to try to get these synthetic fertilizers, pesticides, herbicides out of our, our lawns, you know, in our parks and so on. And we came up with a pretty good transition strategy. And now as of August 1st, we're fully organic. We don't use you know, the roundups of the world. We don't use anything synthetic. So everything's organic. It's kid and pet friendly. And we figured this would be a good first initiative in sustainability for the city. And that's happening on all the public areas up here? Yes, it is. The it's in the park. Just the park right Just now. Just the park right We're now. We're working with the service department to try to, you know, bring that from the whole city. Yep. Outstanding. Yep. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you feel pretty proud about that. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I think it's a huge milestone and mm -hmm. a good first one to get the ball moving a little bit on the environmental side of things because it's important. I mean, that's the environment we live in, especially our kids when they have, you know, their t-ball games, you know, their flag football games in the fall, things like that. Everyone's, you know, on these, mm -hmm. these lawns and pets. Yeah, exactly. Our pets. Mm -hmm. It, it's important. And 100% it's important. Yeah. And I know you had something, an initiative around the composting. Sure, yeah. So that's what we're exploring right now to see what we can do with composting. And we're trying to reduce our single waste, our single use waste. We're trying to, you know, explore ways to do that. It's more challenging. It's a larger project. So that's more down the road, but we're exploring that right now to see, you know, what we can do. There's certain things with composting where if you get certain types of products that can compost, that's great. That reduces the waste, but it has to be sent to a commercial composting facility. So there's a lot of challenges and moving variables to that that all need to come together at once to accomplish that. Yeah. So that's a bigger project. So yeah. we're working on that right now, yeah. but it's it's much bigger project. Right. I know, exactly. like even thinking at home, I'm going to compost, and then having my little you know go to Amazon and buy my compost bucket sure. <laughs> and then put my food scraps in and then go out in the woods and dump them out and get poison ivy and <laughs> the deer are eating them and then you know coyotes run through the woods and it's just like oh it's a lot it's yeah. a lot to take on these things even on a small scale yeah. so I think two months is really admirable for the change in the, in the um, fertilizers and if compost takes a little bit longer Oh, stick sure. with it, right? Exactly. And, you know, a big shout out to Tom Walsh channels because without him, you know, he was very open to the idea. And, you know, without him, 100%. it would take a lot longer. Yeah. So. And even the mayor for prioritizing sure. the initiative and sure. being on board for that. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. So when you come to, well, maybe Jessica can take this one. Like when Ryan comes in, and I know you had scheduled to come that day and had a, a sick little kiddo. So <laughs> um, when you guys come to a small business like this, and we don't necessarily have a lot of waste, just the paper towels really in the bathroom. Um, 
just by virtue of the, the nature of this business, but like when you come to a small business, what are some things that um, small business owners can do to be more sustainable and more conscientious? You know, there's, there, there's lots of interesting programs out there. So it's not just partnering with the city of independence, but other organizations in the region that are really taking sustainability to the next level. So for example, the Greater Cleveland Partnership has uh, an energy uh, sector leader, and she will help work with companies that are in the first energy territory to look at their electric usage and yeah. how that can be reduced and enhanced perhaps by using LED lights or finding other low cost uh, alternatives. So there, there's, it's not necessarily the, the city of independence always providing those resources, but connecting you to regional resources that are out there. Um, you know, building owners are able to do building upgrades through financing programs. There's a financing program that's relatively new called PACE that allows you to do energy efficient upgrades, uh, roof, windows, HVAC, and that is put under your property tax bill and paid over time versus making those capital investments up front uh, through traditional lending methods. Yeah, very good. Very good. I know when... Um, I put in the radiant heaters, the, um, the engineer that came to write the plans for the build out was like, oh, these heaters are going to cost you like, you know, X amount a month. And I was like, that would actually be pretty inexpensive compared to what I expect. But the truth is that the radiant heaters are really much more energy efficient than using blown heat. Mm. So, you know, it's interesting to like start to look at that and to think, how can I be efficient? Not just because we want a really good sweat in yoga, but sure. because we don't want to be irresponsible and careless about the resources we're using. Sure. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. yeah. And we did switch the lights to LED too, because they were pretty old. So I'm just ticking the boxes in my head. <laughs> so anything that goes on the to-do list, I'm here right now to write it down. Yes. 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 Yes, because, you know, my mind went, well, we just use some barely any paper towels, but there's a lot that can be done, actually. Sure. There are a lot of things, you know, there's, you know, simple things like turning off the lights. Uh, yeah. we, we're notorious in our office, but, you know, leaving lights on, and there's often ways that you can install sensors that will detect whether or not there's movement in a room and yeah. automatically shut off yeah. those lights that aren't being used. Yeah, for sure. Super easy to to add those things in. And you know, even simple things, like Ryan's talking about the single-use plastics. Yeah. Every office has those styrofoam cups. Well, oh, let's, rid, let's yeah. rid the styrofoam cups and provide ceramic mugs so those can be reused and yep. dishwashed. Yeah. So simple things. Really simple things. Yeah, we're not looking for everyone to necessarily be a tree hugger, but yeah. make small, my, minor changes. We can hug a tree clothes or like something. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's really easy to overlook, you know, some of these things though. Like you just said, I think it's go back to the basics of what you're doing and you can see where okay, we can do X, Y, and Z better. Right. And it's being approachable too. Yeah. It's not it's not making drastic changes, little incremental changes over yeah. time add up to big changes. For sure. sure. And I know like at home, I have certain ways of being, we had company um, a really birthday weekend and they were like, just use paper plates, Tracy. And I'm like, we just load these into the dishwasher and it's sure. super not going to be paper plates going on, not styrofoam. Like it just was unnecessary, yeah. you know, but when you come to the office, you grab for those conveniences. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of maybe not necessarily correct. And um, bamboo, like, um, 
bamboo straws or um, reusable silverware in your desk drawer. Like yeah. all of those things are mm -hmm. super easy to do. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Awesome. We're good at that city hall. <laughs> you got it. You got everybody. We're working yeah, on we're working office. On. There's some departments that are better than others. Let's just go with that. Yeah. City yeah. hall is pretty good, but you start going elsewhere. Yeah. You got some work to do. You got to keep yeah. your eye on some yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure sure. there's two of you. I yeah, exactly. Well, what comes next? You know, one of the things that we talked, we were talking about before is the fact that this week we are launching Restaurant Week. So oh, yeah, 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 Restaurant Week. So September 10th and the 19th, we decided, uh, you know, we obviously know the restaurant industry has been hard impacted by the COVID crisis first last March uh, when the restaurants were shut down. And now because they're struggling to find workers, uh, that we wanted to pay a little extra attention to, the, to that particular sector in our economy. So this week, September 10th to the 19th is Restaurant Week. We are encouraging folks that, you know, who drive through our community to, to embrace it. Every $25 that you spend at one of the 14 participating restaurants, uh, you'll get a card. You can fill out your name, add a phone number, and email address, and direct them to a drawing to win some prizes. So we've got a $100 gift card all the way down to uh, some $10 gift cards to really encourage people to support those local businesses. And the reason why we're focusing on that is because these local businesses are the ones that our communities fabric. They're the ones who make us who we are. Um, without them, we wouldn't be the community that we are. And, uh, and I noticed often, your list had some of the big name restaurants and also like small business. Most of them are, are the small business yeah. restaurants. Yeah, it was a yeah. really nice list. So, you know, it's, it's not, you know, we, we made it open to everybody, but it's not the Longhorns. Right. It's the hibachi grills. It's mm -hmm. the, the kitchen. The kitchen. Yeah. The scratch. Yeah. It's the local businesses yeah. that, you know, they're the first place you go to, uh, you know, the baseball team goes to to ask for something for a fundraiser or the school does. Yeah. So we really need to make sure that we put our arms around them and embrace them. So and we're asking people to hashtag their outings as Indie Eats. And, and this is, what's the date on the week? So, so September 10th through the 19th. Oh, so okay. it covers this weekend and next weekend. Okay. Yeah. I've got some trainings next weekend and we'll be walking to lunch from here. Awesome. So if you practice here and you look out the front windows, you know we are tempted by the Dairy King and Romitos yeah. on the daily. Yeah. Yes, Romitos yeah. is like a whole, yes, a classic. classic. I know, right? <laughs> and um, I live just a few miles right at the border of Independence and Rexville. I'm actually in Rexville, but Romitos was our delivery pizza. And I can remember traveling with the kids, like camping trips and such, and like timing it out in my mind when do I need to make that call? so that I would be home like say 90 seconds before the pizza man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Because they would deliver and it was like the best pizza to come home to. So yeah. things like um Romita's and the Dairy King, Scratch, yeah. the Kitchen, Babes, like I'm sure you can throw a couple more names on the table for me. But like these are the hometown favorites. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And the idea too is you know there's the Hibachi girl is participating in the Tiger May. They may be restaurants that people have not tried before because they yeah. might be Kind of afraid that they're not what they're typically accustomed to so i also encourage people to explore something and try something they may not have thought about before 100 and it's um all carry out friendly all carry yeah. out friendly so it doesn't matter you can eat in the restaurant you could do takeout you're regardless you could be entered in the drawing as long yeah. as you make that 25 dollars outstanding 
Well, you can state what excites me. <laughs> right? I'm always excited about yeah. food, right? Yeah, so very simple. You can just kind of close it because I've got, you know, some carry-out order. <laughs> sure, sure. Sure. All right, what else? We had something else on the list. We, one of the other big initiatives that we're working on is, well, it's actually two initiatives. We're trying to do a city-wide rebranding for our economic development efforts, okay. uh, as well as work on wayfinding. And so people kind of get a little concerned about wayfinding. But if you're not familiar with Rockside Road or some of the other avenues of our community, um, how do you get there? What's your experience? So when you get off of Rockside Road, how do you know to get to what building you're trying to go to? And we're trying to wrap that as a good experience so that people who may not be as familiar with our community as we are have a good experience when they get off I-77 or 480 and can get to their destination. That's interesting. What are you looking at to make that easier for people? So possibly, for example, for, for Rockside, when we made some street improvements, uh, probably a little bit more than a decade ago, uh -huh. the idea of uh, eliminating some of the left-hand turn movements meant that we put uh, islands and barriers down the middle mm -hmm. to eliminate those left-hand turn movements. Mm -hmm. So that made that, that there were a lot more mm -hmm. internal network, road networks, um, which works out well, but if you know where you're going. And 100%. An office building it looks like an office building. Right. So if you're not familiar with the community, it can be very confusing. And it's very frustrating, I know, when the traffic is bad down on Rockset Road to be sitting there sweating it out in traffic late for something. And you're not sure if you should see be your building. Well, you're not trying to be in the right there. lane, trying to be in the left lane, am I in the middle lane? Yeah, what's All the back access alley that's going to get me to the building I'm looking at? But yes, yeah. did, I, did, I, did I not turn the right point? You know, for example, if you drive down Rockside and you're trying to go to Indiana Westland, you see the, the name on the building, but you had to turn well before that to get to that address. Mm -hmm. So there's a company out of Shaker Heights called Guide Studio that we've partnered with. And that's what they do is help communities have a great experience for people when they come into those communities. Cool. It's not just about putting out signage. So one of the things that we're looking to do is perhaps divide our community into corridors so that you can uh, tell people I'm in the blue district and it'd be easier for you to get oh. people to that area based on some sort of color gotcha. co coordinating. Gotcha. We're still in the in the in the working out phase of that. Yeah, but they've got some ideas. We've got some we got some ideas and we'll be very tasteful and respectful of our heritage as well. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um it's handy down there. And there's it's, a lot. There is a lot. And but I like it up here. You want to have a sense of place to know that you've arrived in independence and you want to have a good experience. And, and I'm just, once again, back to Romeo's, I can just say right across the street from Romeo's. You can. So, so no my way finding is very easy. Sure. So if you're out there listening and you need your yoga, deep breath, no worries. Right across from Romeo's Pizza. <laughs> and when you're done, you can go get pizza and ice cream. 100%. <laughs> so, yeah, great initiative, though. Really good. We're trying to make people, you know, it's we don't know what the world's going to be like post-COVID. COVID has gone on a lot longer than I think anyone ever thought, at least from my perspective. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that people, when they do come to our community, they want to work here, they want to be here, and we make it as easy as possible. 100%. Are you finding that a lot of the um, work-from-home initiatives have affected what's going on down on Rockside? We have not seen that quite yet, but, you know, it, it's, it's going to take a little while. I think it's changing people's work habits. Mm -hmm. I know from conversations that we've had with people, um, businesses in the community, a lot of them are still doing the remote work. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them have been bringing their employees in on an interim basis, mm -hmm. you know, but things looked really good in June. Mm -hmm. And then it's now mm -hmm. being September and it's not looking as good. So it's really hard to tell and it's really hard to predict. Yeah. And, you know, we were, we were down, we were looking good. And 
Well, it's going to be a reflection, I'm sure, of everything else going on. And I know um, on a personal level, like when I'm interacting with students and friends and colleagues and teachers and training and such, um, so many people had changed jobs, reconsidered kind of what their passions are and what they want to do in life. Right. And then when you drive, excuse me, <clears throat> when you drive down um, Pleasant Valley in, in particular, it's really obvious to see the turnover, like the new signs up and the companies that have left and the new companies that are in. So it's hopeful and promising that you know, there isn't a lot of empty space. There are new people coming into those places. You know, manufacturing and industrial wow. space has been that shorter term number of years. Uh -huh. And the way things, and especially on Pleasant Valley, you look at that, it's it's a factor also of the way we shop anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, people aren't going to uh, Macy's. They're buying mm -hmm. stuff online and doing a lot of shipping. And so there's a lot more shipping going on because of just the changing nature of, of, of yeah. how we get goods yeah yeah a lot to consider mm -hmm. absolutely well jessica thank you for being on top of that <laughs> trying <laughs> trying to go back to like basically breathe in breathe out for me <laughs> That's sort of my thing but yeah interesting interesting um one of the things that felt good to me about setting up here in independence was the welcome from the landlords and the city the building department um not just the other businesses around here, like on a person-to-person -person level, it's been really very welcoming. That's that's our goal, is that we want to make sure the businesses that come here stay here and continue to grow. That's the reason why Brian came on board, is so that we had more hands on, on deck to do that. Yeah. That there is some sort of personal interaction between the city of Independence and those businesses. Right. And with 800 businesses, one person can't go door-to-door -door knocking all those businesses themselves, which right. is why we've got Brian. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it, it makes it it makes it a lot more personable for you. I know you sure. know that you can call Ryan, you can call me. I know, you know yes, one hundred percent. And Ryan loves rocks, and I love exactly. rocks. Yes, yes. he just might come by and visit the rocks. He might come by. He might come by. He just might stop by and say, "Beautiful cell night today." Sure. What happened to that fluorite you had? <laughs> <laughs> it was in the window, and now it's gone. You've got you've got rocks on your desk. I so do. Pirate on my desk. Excellent. Yeah. Oh Excellent. yeah, fool's gold. Yeah, I'm trying to think too if I have any hematite. I don't know that I have any hematite magnets here. I'm gonna have to bring them from home and hold them for you, Ryan. I'm gonna tell you with hematite it. magnets, what you can do is put them in your socks on either side of each ankle, like in the divot here where it's gonna be soft and your shoes won't squash it. Okay. And it helps your magnetics just stay aligned so that you can feel really centered and focused through your day. So I'll bring them. Oh, we're gonna send them in the Jessica okay. shoes too. Right. We're gonna sneak them in there. And we're gonna like, be more aligned. Now. We're gonna be more <laughs> aligned. And, you know, this city's gonna be hopping. Everybody's gonna be that. like, what's going on? With, what's going on with, with economic development? Yeah. That's going awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they have rocks in their socks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
that kind of kept me informed on restaurant week. And there were a couple other things in case you missed out. There were two things at the bottom of that page. Yeah, so one of them is obviously we have an e-newsletter that goes out quarterly. We'd like to bring that out more frequently. Uh, please follow us on our social media pages. Yes. We have a LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, which is your independence. Your indie always. I think I found that. That's What's the hashtag I'm using? Indie eats. Indie eats for the restaurant. Yep. But what about like, um, because I'll write yoga independence, independence yoga. Like sometimes I'll write independence Ohio. What do you? We haven't. So because we're going through a rebranding process, we have not come up with that yet. Okay. I mean, we're going to need a new. We need a new hashtag. Yeah. How about like indie loves rocks? The quarry is beautiful, yeah. and that's like a sneaky secret. Yeah, like only the locals know that. Don't go down, and I'm not going to talk. Yeah, don't go down. I won't. No, it's just no trespassing. No trespassing. <laughs> no trespassing. <laughs> um, no, there's a paved, paved um, path. The Hemlock Trail. The Hemlock Trail. Yes, that is beautiful. Yes, beautiful amenity. It's great if you go down. Hard work when you're pushing that double <laughs> So I'm gonna just give you a sneak peek. I'm just gonna give you like a sneak that I'm going in October to do a fall foliage, okay, hike and yoga. And we'll walk up, leave our mats on the big wide bridge. Does that wide bridge have a name? It's it has a bridge number on it. Okay, I'm just gonna call it the big wide bridge. Yeah, so when you get there, you're like, whoa, this bridge is wide. wide. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna leave our mats there, walk up the rest of the way. I think we're gonna have some refreshments at the top. And then hike back down, do some yoga and meditation, and then go down. That's that sounds awesome. nice. It's tying it to a fundraiser, which is still a secret because the details aren't ironed out yet. Okay. okay. That's yeah. awesome. Keep us posted. Yeah, I will. Because that'll be really fun. Now we love that. And I'm going to do that for donations mm -hmm. for free. Because I like love community. That's awesome. We love so, you. Yeah. So partners, right? Of awesome. course. Right? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Stay in touch. Stay in touch. Of course. Um, hey. Mad respect for the city, city of Independence, the mayor, and these great initiatives <laughs> and these beautiful people. And um, namaste to all of you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>